friends. I am Y.O. Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share intimate stories about intimate things in an effort to improve sex lives everywhere. And my guest today is Allison. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Will you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and then maybe segue into your sexual self? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Allison Seeky, and I actually grew up here in L.A. Uh, on the west side. Um, <laughs> yeah, for, west side. Yeah, for those of you that that means anything to, I'm an actress, and I studied in New York. Then I came back. I love it here. And yeah, I don't know if you can tell from the tone of my voice alone, but I think people interpret me as very sexual. Great. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily know. I wouldn't make any guesses. Really? You don't I think feel I like, sound sexual? I mean, I think most people I'm maybe a bad person to ask that question to because I'm like, yeah, like 90% of the population, I think, sounds sexual. <laughs> so like I'm maybe a bad like litmus test. Um, tell me about your sexual self. How did it all begin? Oh, my gosh. It began all too early looking back on things and, you know, meeting people who lost their virginity in college and stuff. I envy that so Dude. much. Okay. Yeah. I was I lost my virginity in college, but like that's amazing. Be, but it's because I got rejected before. Yeah, a lot of people are like, "I'm a loser. I didn't lose it till college," and I'm like, "No, that's it's absolutely totally amazing that you respected yourself to the degree that you waited, mm. whether you meant to or not." Right. You know, it's <laughs> always better to make decisions when your head is more qualified. Okay, so what was your unqualified head like? Oh, so, oh man. <laughs> Is that a funny I've been thing? in a lot of therapy my whole life, so okay. I'm pretty, here it goes. Uh, I went to a Japanese immersion program elementary school. What? Yeah. That exists? It's actually a public school in Culver City. What? Yeah. You speak Japanese? I sold this. It was like technically my first language. Whoa. Um, but not, it wasn't just the language, that whole school was the Japanese culture, which is a really repressed sexually culture. So like when I had my first crush on a boy and like, I guess I chased him down and kissed him on the kickball court. I did that in kindergarten, right? but I called, I called it, we were playing mistletoe time. That's and cute. so I had three boys. One was Mark, Jeffrey, and I forgot the third one's name, but they were all going to be my husbands later. That's so cute. So I'd it's chase like, them and kiss them. It's fine to kiss them as long as you're going to marry them. I mean, at the time, yes, that right? was what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So like, this is a very normal kid thing, but like, I got in a lot of trouble for that because really? it was such a non-sexualized society that it was like, what, what? And how old were you at the time? Do you remember? That was like third or fourth grade. Okay. So oh, wow. Yeah. That's like single digits for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then when I got into middle school public school in LA. Ooh. It was a very mixed crowd. And I was so excited because I was, I had a chance to be cool. Yeah. Like I was so rejected and just like the awkward one that didn't fit in because of my white race at the Japanese school that when I went to middle school, I saw so many opportunities <laughs> and I just, my people pleasing mechanism kicked in and I was going to do anything I could to be cool. Oh. Which ended up leading to getting very sexual very early. How early? Uh, I, I believe it was a week before I turned 14, 14. Oh, wow. So I was still 13. Yeah, that's young. Yeah. 
Had you discovered your body on your own at all yet? Like, did you get messaging at home about sex or like, what was your, what was, yeah, what was sex ed in a Japanese immersion school like? Was there any? Uh, I think there was one day where we all went into the school assembly room and they like passed out a piece of paper, like a one sheet with all the sex things that we needed to know. And it was just very like clinical, you know, like Whoa. these are your parts. Yeah. So I Good just, luck. yeah, right. I, and my parents never had a sex talk with me. So I just like went for it. Wow. Yeah. I think I'm like, I think I was in the seventh grade, which I don't know. I feel like kids nowadays are doing that all the time in the seventh grade. I have no idea. I think it depends yeah. on the part of the country. Right. So what do you remember about it? Or like, what was the, well, so like even before I had sex, when I was, with this guy, mm -hmm. my first guy, the guy I lost it to. We I would like safe to call him a boy. Yeah. Oh, right. He was definitely <laughs> well, he was a year older. Okay. okay. So there was that. Yeah. I definitely felt like he was in the power position. Mm. And mm -hmm. um, like if I didn't perform, he would just like leave me and I wanted so badly to be cool and right. for him to love me or whatever. Yeah. So we would like meet up at the gate. It was like this weird gate in my neighborhood. We'd meet up at the gate and it just felt like a, like a transaction, not like a transaction, but like, that sounds like a prostitute. There was not prostitution going on here, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was like, you know, a negotiation where it's like, come on, come on, like go further, do more. And mm. me just trying to decide how far I would go each time. At the gate? Yeah. Outside. We would meet up at night. Oh, Outside okay, that was going like, to be my next question because you're out. too young for cars. You're probably not going to be in each other's bedrooms. Yeah, I mean. Outside. Yeah. A lot of the time at night, like we meet up at the park and like just make out and stuff, you know. Is that where you guys did it for the first no. time? No. Oh. But it, was no, that? it was in my bedroom, but okay. it was so rushed because it was like, oh, my parents are going to be home soon. So yeah. like, let's just fuck really quick. Yeah. Like, which really, is like not ideal. It ever. was horrible. Yeah. And I'm just so glad that didn't mess me up more. Yeah. What do you remember? Like, what are the feelings around it? Or what do you tell me about it? More? I remember, well, I remember big red gum <laughs> because that was what he always chewed. I hate that gum because I hate fake cinnamon. Yeah. It's, I hate it so much. Really? I mean, I love, I love cinnamon. I like real cinnamon. And yeah. I hate artificial right. cinnamon. What is that? Actually, I hate they, they don't it. Red taste hot. anything No, alike. it's different. It's a different flavor. It's that is poisoned. Weird. They I shouldn't don't call like it cinnamon. No, they should not. They I should hate call it. it spice. Yeah. Um, yeah, but at the time I had no idea that that wasn't what sexual experiences should be like. Mm, yeah. How would you know? Nobody ever told you. No. So I just continued like most of my sexuality up until a couple of years ago felt like people always expecting and wanting more from me and me feeling like a need to perform and yeah. like, please. Ugh. And like, not for myself, you wow. know? So what, it sounds like something shifted. Can you talk a little about that? I don't know. I mean, my whole life shifted uh, when I was 24 because my dad died. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, I'm much older now, so <laughs> I've healed a lot. Um, so that shifted my life and I don't know, at some point I just became more selfish. It felt okay to explore what it's like to be selfish. Yeah. Not just in bed. Yeah. Uh, but also in bed. Yeah. Because I had been giving so much head and like just 
giving so much in bed and in life for so long that I started doing the opposite. And I was like, whoa. And then like, you know, learning how to feed yourself and like grow your power within. And like, I'm just like still on that, honestly. Great. Yeah. What is it like now? Are you, do you have current partnership or are you? I have no current partnership. Okay. So what does that feel like currently then? It feels like not doing crack. (laughs) (laughs) it feels like I'm trying so hard a lot of nights not to do crack and like accept shitty behavior from a guy just for sexual pleasure like I just can't tolerate the bullshit anymore I feel you and so I'm abstaining from sex until it's not just not earned because then guys have a problem with having to earn something. Right. It's like so annoying to me. That's a whole other thing, but like, I'm not just going to throw it around anymore. I think there's a difference between earning and like someone who actually deserves it. That's because they respect you. I think there's like a basic level of respect that's missing from a lot of casual relationships. Absolutely. And I don't understand why that is. I don't either. It's insane to me because it's like, we don't have to get married but you don't need to freak out and treat me like I'm not a person. Right. But I think it's a lot of people not knowing how to deal with whatever they're experiencing. Yeah. 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 So, so, so yeah, I'm single and I've been single for a while and I'm like looking for a partner because I don't just need a penis. Yeah. Like I've just, I've had a penis. Like I really want more than that. I want to mean something to somebody in their life and then fuck. Yeah. Also, it's really nice to have a sure thing. <laughs> really? I think it's lovely to have to. So I'm currently in a weird partnership where I have steady partnership with a man I trust and love and respect. He is married to someone that is not me, but they have an arrangement. Oh. And so I get to enjoy the benefits of regular sex when I want it. That's I mean, great. Not whenever I want it. That's, you know, there are access issues, so it's not perfect. But we have, I definitely do enjoy the trust and regularity that comes from it in a sense that I know I'm always going to have great sex and this person's always going to respect you. Have a wonderful time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. that does sound pretty nice. Yeah. Having dependable yeah. dick. Is and it more than just dick? It's, it's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. We are super in love, but also it started out as just a, well, not just a cock, but it, it started out as an exploration for me into a kinky lifestyle. And so he is my master, but I also, I was looking for something really well boundaried because I was like, I'm not ready to let a person all the way in, but now it's been almost two years and I happened to pick a master that I had a ton in common with. And so we just like clicked and we're super. And then, you know, after enough mind blowing, like transcendent types of orgasms, I'm like, I love you. Don't leave me. Yeah. (laughs) I need this sex. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, he's, he's fantastic, but um, that's great. Yeah, it is great. But we also aren't, it gives me also the benefit of being able to kind of like keep an eye open, look for other partnership because we are in an open relationship. Right. But right now I'm feeling very like cozy and satisfied and I'm just busy too. So I think that's the other thing, like the yeah. not hunting, the not dealing with the dating part, not right. to get, not to get into the 
comfy part of a relationship where you take each other for granted, but right. where like the sex can be where you're not freaking out about is this person going to disappear tomorrow? Because I feel like there's backlash of feelings sometimes after sex is we think it's good and then they just ghost you or whatever. Right. Like I hate that's part of what I. That's a horrible move. The whole ghosting yeah. move is like the most cowardly. Oh, it, just if someone ghosts me, they're out of my life. Like they they're done. They cannot come back from it. <laughs> yeah, you're like one strike and done. Okay, so uh, tell me then about some of the good sex you've had. What's What do you qualify? Has it existed yet or what do you hope for? Uh, it's definitely existed. I have most enjoyed my sexual relationships uh, when there's absolutely no expectation and what Mm. I mean by that is that I can completely be myself and it's usually with like I guess fuck buddies friends that you fuck it's like yeah we're already having a great time as friends doing some crazy shit and then we end up fucking at the end of the day and it's just like the point of the whole day wasn't yeah for sure we're gonna fuck later and that's the type of sex I don't enjoy, where somebody just goes, well, I did this, I took them to dinner, yeah. and now we get fucked. Yeah. A, B, C equals D. Right. So my favorite sex is sex that just happens and isn't, mm. like, being waited for. Right. Because it's, like, mutually desired, yeah. and then you decide to do it together, not like I'm fulfilling an expectation that you have because society right. told you so. Right. Or but because I'm not you that decided you. Yeah. I'm that girl for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Because I because I said yes to seeing you in person after we met on Tinder. Now you think I owe you a fuck. Right. Nope. 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 Or nope, even nope. if we didn't meet on Tinder and we're just finally going out on yeah. a date. Like yeah. that does not equal fucking. That doesn't even equal making out. Right. You know, so I hate any of that expected behavior. I. Oh, God. There's this one move that guys from apps uh, mostly ha- keep doing. What is it? At the end of the date. They do, even, like, if there's no moment for a kiss, they sneak a kiss in anyway just to make sure they got it in there. So there's no actual yeah. moment. It's just like, uh, 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 okay, now I have to do it. Bye. And, uh, and it's like, ew, no. And now I never want to see you for yeah. sure. Now I definitely don't want to be anywhere near your cock. Because I don't, yeah, right. So you can really ruin it for yourself just, uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. That must be, like, bad advice that guys give each other. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds... Dude, if you don't kiss her after the first date, like, you're never going to fuck her. I don't know. That sounds terrible. That's terrible advice. Maybe it's their, like, testing. It's a litmus test. Are they... Is is she cool with this? Does it work? Yeah. Is this going to (gasps) work? It's like the... It's like the scaredy cat version of the I'll just be naked on the couch. Was that from Friends or something? Oh, yeah. Wait, what was that from? I feel like it's... Yeah, it was like, just be naked. Just be naked. Um... Which don't get me wrong. I love nakedness. Totally. I'm super into nakedness. But like, if you haven't gotten to a certain point, if it's not clearly desired by the other person. It's oddly placed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 So I, I love spontaneous sex. Ooh. Unexpected sex. Sex where you're going to work and then somehow... I hope my bosses aren't listening to this, but somehow you end up fucking, you know, whether it's like someone at the event or somebody you work with. Yeah. That's very exciting. I mean, it makes it like full of, of 
Yeah, it makes it a fucking adventure. And then it's like a moment you share and it's a thing that just you two have. So even if it's not like a romantic till death do us part type of thing, it's like, God, we had a good time together. It was present. Yeah. And yes. like, that's my favorite. I really hate sex that feels choreographed or like somebody is going through their moves. <laughs> yeah. I want it to feel very personal. Yeah. Like it's, we're creating it in the moment. Yeah. And I don't know, I, that doesn't happen all the time. Really? Have you experienced partners where it has happened? Very rarely have I been with guys who I feel like are really taking me in mm. when we're fucking or when we're not fucking. Yeah, I hear that. That's that's why I'm very obsessed with this person that I'm seeing. Yeah. What does it feel like for you? How do you know when someone is taking you in? What does it feel like? I know that it does not feel like random kisses at the end of the night. <laughs> no, it feels like somebody is being supportive and doesn't think I'm a monster. <laughs> Great. That's a great starting place. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I'm really, I'm misunderstood a lot because Mm. I have like a dark sense of humor and I'm very like realistic, but not nihilistic. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of times people think that I'm like negative or shitty and Hmm. what was the question? I don't know. Yeah. Something about what would ideal pay attention sex look like? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Like someone who actually sees you. Right. Somebody who actually sees me and, again, doesn't go like, oh, now that we're back, we're going to fuck. It's like, right. or like, oh, this is, this is all about what I hate. Great. Turnoffs. I love it. Go deep dive on turnoffs. I, I love it. I really hate. When, you know, you're watching a movie or just sitting near each other and he starts making a move, which is fine, you know, but then like doesn't pick up on the hint that I'm not feeling it right now. Right. I need you to leave space for me to not be on the same level as you right now. Yes. Because sometimes you want to fuck and I don't. And sometimes I want to fuck and you don't. And we need to be on the same page. Yeah. And give a fuck when the other person wants to fuck and when they don't. And not try to be like, come on. Like, that's so unattractive to me when somebody's yes. trying to negotiate sex. I just, I'm over it. Any amount of pressuring will cause me to close my vagina so hard and probably permanently. Right. It's like, not I'm going to like open plug it for you. You try to pressure me, not in my own time. Oh, and you don't do anything to entice and arouse me in a nice way. Right. Because you're just a lazy motherfucker. Or you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Or, yeah. yeah, you're tired. And you don't, take, you don't take time to ask. Do you think it would affect you differently if someone was like, babe, do you want to do it tonight? Like, Oh my God, I would love that. Yes. Oh my God, I would love that. Instead of just like, let me see how far I can get. Yeah. Let me just like go for it and like keep going for it and like ignore the signs. Yeah. yeah. Gross, 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 gross. But like I do, so I have all these like problems with men. Yeah. And I don't think it's their fault entirely, but I do think it's time for them to be held accountable for this stuff. And at the same time, I still really love men and I want to fuck them. So like it's yeah, a weird line because sometimes I end up in sexual situations where at first I'm enjoying it and then some weird lines are crossed and I now have a point to prove. Uh. And it makes people feel very uneasy and there needs to be space for discussion and change of feelings. Throughout the process of sex, I think yeah. it's like, it's not just you consent in the beginning and then you're just good. Totally. Do you have a specific story in mind that might illustrate these points? 
Oh my God. I can't tell that one. Can you tell it without names? Oh. Or is it too specific? No, okay, I okay. can't. He'll know. <laughs> okay. Fair. Oh, you know what? I can actually, I can tell, um, I can tell this one story that illustrates those points. It's about a celebrity. Ooh. I will not use their name, um, but it was a guy. And he's older now. He, he's past his prime. So he was really famous in the 80s mm-hmm. and 70s and 90s. I think he, he's pretty much stopped making movies now. He did some in the early 2000s. Anyways, that's not exciting. What's hilarious is when I was maybe 22, I had this friend and she was kind of a pathological liar. I didn't really trust her. But we were friends. Nonetheless, I was living with her and um, she said she knew this celebrity and I was trying to call her bluff. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, I'd love to meet him sometime. And then she's like, oh, well, we could probably go over to his place right now. And I was like, "Okay, great. Let's do that. And she's like, great. (laughs) I'll call him up. And I was like, wonderful. Put it on speaker. (laughs) And so she did. And he was like, hey, gorgeous, and knew who he was talking to. And I was like, what? And sure enough, we both got invited over. So we're driving up into like Griffith Park to go meet this, not has been, because he's still very cool. He's a cool guy. You know Uh what I mean? I was so stoked to meet him, to ask him all these questions about all the movies he'd been in and his acting technique and how Mm -hmm. he prepares, you know? Um, I was so stoked to meet him. And we get to his house and he makes us a drink and I, you know, try to take the conversation closer to all the fangirl shit I wanted to know. And he immediately stopped me and said, like, I don't talk business when I'm doing pleasure. And I was like, "Okay, Oh, we're doing pleasure. Okay, Right. Um, Oh, and on the way over, I had asked, I was like, so how do you know him? I had asked my friend, I was like, how do you know him? Oh, God. And she goes, oh, I used to fuck him. And I was like, oh, 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 okay. Okay, well, but her and I already had that dynamic. She kind of fucked old dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had uh, daddy issues. So she would fuck these like old, famous, used to be stars. And I would just hang out. Can you give an age range? Like, how old are we talking? Um, I want to say he is, like, almost 80, if not 80 okay. now. Okay, that's, yeah. But he was probably, like, in his 70s Okay, at the time. That's proper old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she always fucked the old guys, and I always used to just hang out with them, and it was great. So I assume this is going to be our dynamic in this situation, if it comes up. But he's totally going to be cool to answer my acting questions. He wanted nothing to do with me professionally. So whatever. So we're smoking a joint and it's surreal as fuck. I'm just like, what? <laughs> you know? Um, and it's nice. I feel like I'm on a date with him, except I know that I'm not going to have to fuck him. Yeah. And No pressure. Yeah. I, my favorite. <laughs> and um, so anyway, at some point he like disappears and like it's longer than just going to the bathroom. So I was like, hey do you know where he went? And she was like, my friend was like, oh yeah, he's upstairs. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. Uh, like, what's he doing? What's he doing upstairs? And she was like, oh, he's waiting for you. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh yeah, no, he's waiting for you. He's in bed. And I was like, what girl? What? Me? What? I was like, you go. 
you go up there. <laughs> and she was like, no, he's already had me. He wants you. You're the new girl. And I was like, oh, you know, this is celebrity. And like, he was like a handsome, hot guy, like desirable for most of his career. And so like, he probably doesn't hear no a lot, even in his seventies. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'm like, she really cornered me. She left me in a very bad friend situation. Yeah. And I'm strong though. So I trust myself and I'm like, okay, I will go up there. You went. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I was like, I will go up there, but I will not compromise myself. And so <laughs> I'm walking up these stairs and I'm like, oh my God. And I just see this light on at the end of the hallway. Oh my God. And I'm like, it's like the light of a TV, like the sad dim light yeah. like flashing. That like flicker. Oh yeah. And I was just like, okay, okay. What's going to happen? Also yeah. TV on in the bedroom, not sexy. No, no. And so I get in there and it's like an infomercial too. He's like watching like QVC or some shit. I was like, oh great. And it was actually the saddest sight. He was laying on top of his covers, but like, you know, like he had like a double chin situation going on because of the angle he was at and he had his glasses on and he was just like, Hey, and I was just like, he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's just literally half asleep. And so I just lay on top of the bed next to him and I'm like, what's up? You know, trying to just crack jokes about the infomercial and anything I can. And then he rolls over to kiss me and I just pulled away and said, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I have a boyfriend. Which I didn't, yeah. but you know, we have to have an excuse to not want to do these. Of things course, we do. People, it can't. We it can't just be no. We can never walk up and be like, "You look so gross right now, and your behavior is such an extreme turnoff that I just cannot respect myself and do this." So instead, we say, "I have a boyfriend. I'm another man's property. Right? I just cannot. I hate I'm that. I'm in love. And even saying that was." terrifying because then he rolled over yeah. and mumbled to himself and he was like you came here knowing you were gonna say that you knew you weren't gonna yeah i just can't like he had been oh, that's duped creepy it was so creepy but also like yeah i couldn't help but just feel like do you see yourself right now bro like wow so i actually didn't know how upset he was gonna get so i got out of the bed yeah and then tried to save face and i said well you know if we did that now what would we have to do next time? Yeah. And I left. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a perfect example. Yes. And I am not proud that I, you know, acquiesced or. I don't know. You went up there and you surveyed the situation and you were like, nope, two rows. Yeah. I'm out. It could have been a million different things. You know, I don't know. We could yeah. have had a dance party. I don't know. Probably not. But. Well, yeah. I've definitely been in situations too where I'm like, I don't think I'm into it, but I'll check it out just to make sure. Right. Sometimes I am into it. I'm open-minded. What if I get up there and it's just like, you know, one of his hit movies from the yeah. 80s and I'm like, yes, actually, <laughs> you know? Let's do it. But I do think there's something to say for situations like that where you're like, probably not. And this is like a weird like yeah. fucker dude. Yeah. But, but... For myself, sometimes the unexpected experience of like, if he had his movie playing and he started off by being like, hey, babe, let me give you a back massage and da 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 And it was a fun story. Maybe. 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 And also like, I'm like, 
maybe he could have been sitting in the corner, like jerking off. And like, because I've looked up to his work for so long, I kind of just wanted to see where the story was going to go. That's my number one. I love exploring in that way. Here's what it is. Here's what I love about casual sex. And this, because I was trying to remember when you said earlier about like the experience, like being with a friend, not knowing where it's going to go. It's like, when you allow yourself the option to possibly have casual sex, or at least this is how I feel, it makes it exciting and you're able to explore your curiosities without being afraid of them. Yeah. Because it's like, if one of the answers is sex, great. Right. If the answer is not sex, well, we're actually like made to feel guilty about that a lot. And I'm sort of trying an approach where I'm like, but what if I'm not? What if I'm just not? I don't want to be guilty at all. Yeah. I don't want to feel guilty for telling somebody, for saying no. you look like a ridiculous motherfucker right now. <laughs> yeah. But I've learned that you have to be kind. You have to be kind. Tactful. And, yeah. <laughs> kind and tactful and trying to save men's egos. Well, I feel like I'm doing a lot of that. And I almost feel okay yeah. to an extent because it's really hard for them to make this adjustment. Yeah, that's true. And but, some of them... Yeah still need to try much harder. They need to try so hard. I think there's a big difference between like being really compassionate towards someone who is making an effort. And then I also think certain people are entitled assholes that do not deserve that care. Right. And they think that's (laughs) endearing about them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those people make me want to say the meanest things. And I have because I want them to learn. (gasps) What's a mean thing you've said? Can you tell me an example? Oh my God. What was, I'm trying, what did I say to this guy? I don't, that's the other thing too, is I'm like, it's like a quarter of as mean as I could get, but they're like, that's so So mean. mean. Yeah. You're like, so heartless. They're so sensitive, but men have not, especially in the last couple decades, have not been, I'm not trying to make a broad critique all over all of our parents and their generation but I feel like we don't have a good sense of what masculinity is or can be finding men who are sensitive and in touch with their feelings and men right it's a rare thing like someone who People is don't compassionate who's in touch exactly like. exactly Idris Elba yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah Adam Driver no he's not he's not yeah and like I also the more that I feel like I'm in this teaching role where I'm trying to guide men towards being their more woke selves, like the less turned on I am. So the second yeah, that- Yeah, because then you're yeah. working. Yeah. That's And I don't fun. mind working as long as it's being acknowledged yeah. because then it's stroking my ego. But if you're mm. not even acknowledging me back, then like I'm not doing this and I'm not going to want to fuck you and it's not my fault. It's actually yours. Totally. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'm not making the effort. Yeah. It just feels so good to say that. Ugh. Yeah. 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 I love that. Why is it that men are incapable of, like, creating a safe space for Some of us? them are. My master's really good at it. He's one of the few I've found. I Actually, the reason that I love the kink community is that it's full of safe spaces in really explicit ways. And I think that if we can bring some of that explicit talk into non-kink relationships, the world will literally be a better place. Like if we were able to sit down even before a dinner date or a coffee date Mm -hmm. and say, 
here's what I'm interested in. Here's what's on the table tonight. Here's what's not on the table tonight. Right. Here's something I'm considering, but I really want to see how the date goes and then check in after dinner and say, right. oh no. And just, I, I feel like if that was more normal, mm -hmm. we would have a better time because I am able to be relaxed and enjoy the company of people I may fuck, but I may not fuck them today. I may fuck them a month from now or two months from now or whenever I feel like it. Like I had a lover recently ask, a former lover who I have not slept with in a couple of years, uh, they asked if I would want to be a pet with them sometime, like in a kink, mm -hmm. like where to, I don't know, be an animal. And I was like, maybe in general, yes. But right now, I don't want to make plans to do that in a specific way for at least a month. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to express that allowed me to then hang out with them socially without feeling really anxious right. around and that pressured feeling and like, oh, they're only hanging out with me because they want to fuck me and all right. of that. And so it allows me to like create enjoyment to further the relationship that I think at some point will lead to delightful yeah. sex again. I hope maybe, you know. And that's because you're able to set boundaries that you're comfortable with. Yeah. And the agreement is that they're respected. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe it's maybe it's the community you're in. It's just more woke people, but like kinky like, people are totally way more woke. Of course, of <laughs> they, course, they have to be yeah. because otherwise, your very scary things are so, happening. So yeah, that's got to be it. Because I feel like I have gotten tricked so many times. Yeah. People who are like, no, 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 you're safe here. You're sa yeah, I really care about They're you. They're liars. All of these things Ugh. just to just to get it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is it's hard too because it's like I get it. I get that people get really desperate and then they get really pushy and that is not okay. It's not okay. It is okay. literally unacceptable. To just, yeah, abuse somebody else yeah. for your own benefit. Just, just because you're desperate and horny, masturbate and beforehand. Then, right, like, exactly. You're fine. Go ahead, masturbate. masturbate Blue balls are not a thing. you need to. Yeah, I don't owe you anything. I, a friend was just telling me a story where a guy she went on a date with was pressuring her so, so, so much for sex. She's like, please, 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 please. Ugh. She said he asked 10 times. Oh my God. And then he gave her shit about blue balls. Wow. Which is bullshit. It's so manipulative and it's so like Wrong. 17 years old. Yes, exactly. So, Blech. ew. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so do you have any stories about times you felt really paid attention to or like great successes as a that could be a model for our listeners? Or- more horror stories. <laughs> I have a lot of horror stories. Um, I mean, I love them. Any any that you can share, I think, are instructional. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of really traumatic experiences, and like, I'm so I've put up so many walls to try and guard myself from having repeat shitty experiences. Mm. Um, and even still, I was sexually assaulted twice last year. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like where, where were you? One time I was in Barcelona <sighs> and the other time, actually maybe it was even three times last year. The other time uh, was in my own home. <laughs> and then if there was a third time, I, don't, I just don't know if that was the year before or not. It was uh, in Hollywood. Like on the street, in a bar, in a... Um, I, I was at work at a bar when it when I met this person, mm -hmm. and then I was drugged, and I woke up in their home. Oh, fuck. What did you do? Um, I got a rape kit done. Yeah. And I did not file a police report. Will you talk a little bit about why you made that decision? Why I did not file it? 
I didn't file the police report because I didn't believe that I had been fully raped. Mm, fully raped. I didn't believe I had been fully raped. I believed I had been taken advantage of. Um, what do you think the difference is? Oh, yeah. I think there's a... In my life, there's a huge difference. Yeah. I've been sexually abused and assaulted several times. Harassment mm. daily. Um, but, like, rape? This is the only time in question. Mm. And um, for me, that's... that's I guess it's actual penetration. Okay is the difference in my mind. But yeah, the tricky thing is the, what do you call them? An assailant, the assaulter, yeah. the guy the who asshole. did it, uh, says he had sex with me. He says it. And I asked him a couple times. I was like, are you sure you want to say that? And then he goes, yeah, absolutely. We had sex last night. And I'm like, what? I'm going to ask you one more time. Um, and he's like, yes, we had sex. And I was like, okay, uh, fuck you. And also I think you're lying. I think he was lying so that I would feel more comfortable having sex with him right then. Well, we already Ooh. did it. So why oh, would you just let me know? Gross. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in his fifties. That's gross. He was, uh, in the industry. Of, of course. course. Of course he was. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. How do you take care of yourself after those situations? Well, like I said, you know, I, I go to a lot of therapy. I've just it's uh, my mom was a therapist. I grew up with like therapy being very normal mm -hmm. and like going mm -hmm. to the gym. Yeah. For your soul. I, I do think it's yeah. I, I do think it is that for especially I think for everyone. I think everyone can super duper benefit. I go to therapy twice a week. People. Amazing. It's great. That's it's better my than me. Self-care. Yeah, it's it. I take care of my little artist self. You yeah, know? you have to. So, I mean, that and like, I don't, I, I learned my sense of humor from my dad. It's, it's not detached, but it's definitely like seeing things, not cinematically, but like, if I'm okay, I'm okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Thank fucking God. I'm fine. And I feel so lucky when yeah. I get out of situations and I always think about how they could be so much worse. And, you know, there is so much like sadness attached to this stuff, but mm. also nothing's going to stop me or hold me down. And so it's like the sooner I just continue to focus back on the awesome parts of my life, yeah, the sooner I recover. I like after I lost my dad, my best friend, yeah. and had to heal from that. I, healing from other things is so much easier because it's never going to hurt me as much as that mm. one thing did. Wow. Yeah. So it's losing my dad was in some way. Ugh. It's a blessing in disguise to have gone through so many difficult things because I've become very efficient at getting over difficult things. Yeah. I mean, difficult things suck. I can't imagine what it's like to lose your father. And it's growth. Yeah. And you realize how resilient you are as a human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, this might be a weird segue, but will you just tell us a little bit about what some of your biggest turn-ons are? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, and it can be simple, like physical stuff. It can be like physical, emotional, whatever comes to mind. Yeah. I'm thinking I like it um, when somebody really touches me like with meaning behind mm. it you know whether it's like grabbing the small of my back or like exploring a part of my leg um i that i love that and nobody does that everybody just does their moves 
Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, I love it when people like appreciate my whole body. Yes. Like that's why I'm obsessed with this man. Every part of my body switches it up. Yeah. But sometimes like just loves the whole thing. Right. Slowly but surely, but like never in a predictable order. This is amazing. It's amazing. And it, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's asking too much, but it does sound great. So if it's yes. great, why isn't everyone doing yeah. it? Guys, don't be fucking lazy. Seriously. Or any people in general, How women too. How is exciting for them? Yeah. Another one of my turn ons is when people don't expect anything from me. I love it when somebody doesn't even see me sexually. If somebody doesn't think about me sexually at all, especially if I'm doing something really sexy, that turns me on. And that's really irritating. And it is what it is. So do you, are you a pouncer? Like, do you pounce on them? Are you I'm like- very, I am often an aggressor. I'm not afraid <laughs> to go for what I want. And I like tension building leading up to it. Tell us about if you've made first moves, what are they like? I have taken so many people's virginity. <laughs> I Like seven or eight people's virginity. Amazing. It used to be like a, like a goal of oh mine when I was younger. Um, what was the, what was the question? Yeah. It's about you initiating. Oh yeah. 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 And how would you do it? Like, how would you, um, I mean, I, I've even initiated through social media, like messaging someone. Yeah. I ended up having like a relationship with someone, another famous person <laughs> who shall not be named, um, via Twitter. Really? Yeah. And that was actually unintentional, but really fun because you were like retweeting or heart, I actually like I took a business or? for actors class and uh-huh. they said like follow the people accounts like. of people yeah. whose stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. you like yeah and so I messaged this famous director writer writer director and um sure enough oh wait no that wasn't even how no I followed him and I didn't say anything and then he messaged me and I was oh, like Whoa, wow this must be a fake account yeah no it wasn't whoa yeah and how did it turn out? Um, we slept together for like three months. Oh. And then I kamikaze'd it for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, unintentionally. Oh, shit. <laughs> I wasn't ready um, to have a threesome with the other person he was seeing. Oh, that, I mean, that so makes I sense. I don't it. think people should, I mean, that's not you ruining it. I felt like an object where it was yeah. like, ooh, this is going to be. You can't just put yeah. pieces together. No. Like, just because you have two women in your life. Right. Just because they may know about each other. Even if they both like other women and threesomes, right. does not mean you should assume that the three of you should be together. Right. That's not how it works. Nope. Yeah. But I think there's like, yeah, a sense of entitlement with a lot of celebrity. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, great. Good for you. I'm going to be over here. Yeah. Good. Away from that. Um, yeah. But I stopped initiating like three years ago because it's not hot to me. When a guy can't show me what he wants. Hmm. I want somebody to show that they're interested in me, even if it's hard for them. Like, and so I don't accept, what are you doing right now? What are oh you my God. up to? Hey. 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 Yeah. What are you, yo, what's going on? How's like, it going? <laughs> say, let me take you out for a drink. I'd love to hang out with you sometime. Yeah. You know what I also, what bothers me equally is when, I'm very in and out with Instagram, like with my own personal, Mm -hmm. but I, so I'll go a while without posting and then I'll be like really regular. Yeah. In those times that I'm consistently publicly visible, Mm -hmm. I get asked out so many times. 
hey, you're doing so much cool stuff. Oh, we should grab a drink. Right. Let's grab. So I'm like, you remembered I existed because you saw a naked photo of me scroll by on your right. feed. Totally. I know you're not interested in coffee. And you also, think if I you paid attention, yeah, if you paid attention, you would know I don't drink. So don't invite me to drinks. Like, right. you know? Yeah. Like, right. And also, I'm busy. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. How do you not? I, I spent, I used to spend some time getting offended that, um, yeah, men didn't understand I have better things to do than just answer, what are you up to all of the time? But I mean, it's just a very boring question. It's so boring. They're putting nothing on the table. So yeah. I just, I'm non-responsive to that one now. Yeah. I'm actually more open to people who are like, you're very hot. Are you single? Like, I'm, totally. Because that's clear. It's earnest. It's earnest. The intention is clear. Right. And that gives me, then we're not playing stupid fucking mind games. Right. And I can guess that they're probably a little more likely to hear my answer, whatever right. it is, either direction. Exactly. Yeah. You can that, get to the point rather than just yeah. like wasting time with weird- With respect though. Like yeah. with respect. Totally. It's not like, hey, wanna fuck? No, right. don't do that. Yeah. But just say, hey, I'm feeling attracted to you. What's your current situation? Yeah, you seem great. You wanna yeah. get yeah. together sometime? It's that easy. It's literally that simple. And I've like done that with a couple people too online. Uh, hasn't worked out for me yet, but yeah. also I'm not getting negative responses. Yeah. It's not like, who the fuck are you? Right. Uh, like all you have to- they can literally just be like, I'm busy or not right now. Or, oh my gosh, that's so nice of you to say. Yeah. And I mean, not respond to anything else. I like that's, I, yeah. I don't care what they say because awesome. I'm just being direct. Yeah. You know what I noticed though, that really freaked me out. A lot of guys, and I've only noticed this with men. A lot of men are watching Instagram stories with the sound off. Wait, you can tell if it's off or on? The sound? Like when you can No, tell. but this is how I know. I'm getting DMs. Saying stuff like, you look hot and like fire, fire, fire emoji oh when I'm talking about my dead dad or oh a sexual God. assault thing or like some like turmoil that's come up for me. And they're just like, they message me like, looking good. And I'm like, hey, hey go back and listen to that with the sound on. I literally say that now because good for it's you. clear what happens. Them. And they go, oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't. I don't know. And I'm like, this is so weird that we can literally mute women and yeah. just watch them. It's like the ultimate objectification. Oh, I hate it. And I'm like, not going to hear what you say, pretty thing. Right. I'm just going to watch you talk and hope your boobs are in this shot. Uh. And like, I'm pretty outward about my um, man eating, you know, my yeah. like not taking shit from men. So yeah. the amount of this attention that I get from people really shocks me. That's crazy. Because I lead with like, I will bite your dick off if you <laughs> bring it over here unwarranted, you know? I love that. I love that. I will. I lead with, I will bite your dick off. <laughs> right? Is that not my vibe? That's great. No, but like people think I just want to fuck and like I very much want the opposite. I think we can want to fuck and want to be respected as a human being. Right. I mean, no. I can don't, I please yeah. have both? I don't. Right. Like, right. yes, I want to have sex with you. I just don't want you to be fucking stupid. Yes. I don't want to have sex with you if you're going to be like that. But yeah. otherwise I would. So yeah. please just be a normal just, human. Just be nice. Yeah. Be a not stupid. <sighs> Man. Okay. Fantasy. Share a fantasy. I don't even know that I let myself go there. Mm. It sounds like we just made it up. And it's literally stops it. Please don't be a dumbass. 
Right? Like so far, like that's as far as we've gotten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I have always loved authority. Mm. Like if anybody is in like a higher position than me. Yeah. I'm like, that's hot. Yeah. Let me see if I can fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, I want to conquer that mountain. I don't know. And that's like a traditionally like masculine thing, right? Like, let me see if I can conquer that ass. Like mm. I kind of yeah, have yeah, that yeah. a little bit. And I like it when I, it's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I like the idea of having sex where I should get caught, but I've never really, really? done that. Like public sex? Yeah. That scares me so much. Where would you do it? I don't like, know. Like I idea? love the idea of just like walking along and then being like, we're going to fuck in this closet. Oh my God. And, or this bathroom stall which is disgusting but like with like the president of the company yes exactly <laughs> or like in his office while he's taking that yeah. phone call down the hall i've done that i've actually done the businessman on a business call or i'm giving a blowjob thing oh my god that's amazing <laughs> it was fun. it was very fun uh it was really fun because he was getting legitimately distracted and yeah. like couldn't and that that was very fun would you ever want to be with two dudes at once like assuming it's not like you're the focus of attention I have been with two dudes. Oh, once. really? Yeah. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah, that w- that just happened. That was like we were all just friends, and mm-hmm. we were living in this um, like converted apartment above a garage for the summer, and so we just all hung out. And I was sleeping with both of them independently, and then one night we just all. Uh, it just happened. How did it happen? I was though? down for it. I don't know. We were like, you know, I was younger. So it was just like, you know, what are you guys doing? Hanging out. It was like before Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, I was probably like 20, mm-hmm. 19 maybe. And um, yeah, we were all just laying on the floor, like talking, probably like speaking of philosophy. <laughs> we were like, it was very much that it was like, yeah, he's era. over there on his typewriter and you're over there working on that painting. And um, <laughs> so we were all just probably we were like laying around and yeah, it just all like, it was like, it was kind of both at the same time. It wasn't like I started hanging up with one guy. It was just kind of like they had are, they kind of like made eye contact and we're like, let's do this. And I enjoyed it very much because I really liked both of them and I had so much fun. Were there fun configurations? Like I have not I had one, I guess it counts. It wasn't like full penetrative sex, but I did have two dudes like massaging me and like oh, fingering nice. me and it was lovely. Oh, I was like, yeah. yes, please, I'll take that. There was no massaging. But did you get to do like multiple cocks in multiple places or like what? Yeah, I mean, I was getting fucked while I was sucking dick. Mm-hmm. It was definitely, you know, still skewing towards male pleasure. Yeah, but I would like that actually. But it was hot Like I want to be going fun. down. That's my, dr- like my current, like my current dream is like a double penetration and my, my level up fantasy is like that while another dude's in my mouth. Oh my god! Like I would love, like I'm just curious. I would feel so I'm So full. curious. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I feel like I'd be like, cozy but I wouldn't want that without like the security of my master being like my anchor basically and that's that's a fantasy that's developed since me being with him and so it's like I feel like that gives me this extra layer of like enjoyment to fantasies like knowing that I have a safe person that you're gonna be taken care of yeah yeah oh yeah see I just don't even like right now the idea of doing that sounds horrible to me because I don't trust anyone yeah but that's because I've 
I don't know if it's LA or what. I've been like, fucked over yeah, a lot. Yeah, I really have. God. I think also like I'm just misleading to people. Like I, I seem very sexual because I am, but that doesn't. It doesn't mean they can treat you shitty. Totally. I don't know, but that's not you. I think that is a societal thing because right. I, it's weird because I'm currently a strange creature the way that I lead with, like I used to lead with my sexuality in a much more like overtly flirtatious way. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a little more subdued, but then I like, talk about my sex podcast and my master and the naked people I take pictures of. So there's, it's like a very different texture of openness that people don't know how to respond to. But when I was like leading with like the flirtation and all of that, I totally remember just being objectified and kind of put into this little box in this category. And people thought I only wanted to fuck. And I had a lot of long-term friends that I would sleep with and it was a fuck box and it got so boring like that's not me and i do have these desires but not in that reductive way yeah and it just i just think it is so fucking boring yeah it (laughs) absolutely after the new after the new person wears off or whatever like you go to dinner you do the nice thing and then like it's like fun i like having sex with people because i think it is i think it can be a lovely way to get to know a person but not if they are only objectifying you and treating you like a creature right like it's like you have to i have to have the person the personal quality but how do you know what it's going to be like yeah until you're you in always. that place you don't right? always yeah yeah Blech. okay which is why i want to encourage people to revoke their consent <laughs> yeah yeah because like seriously if you start hooking up with somebody and you're and not you're into it, it and then it takes a weird turn it's okay to reassess yeah. you know we've all been in that situation where all of a sudden they're jamming their dick too far down yeah. your throat and, and you like, are I'm like out. i'm not loving this yeah it's time to go no like you yeah. can't just do whatever you want because i said yes to begin with yeah that's wonderful. but nobody told me that we don't talk for about years it. it took yeah. me forever to figure that out yeah that's really sad yeah i i can remember a couple of times where i realized i was so checked out of the connection and i don't and i again i don't mean super duper romantic connection i just mean like the moment where i'm like i am no longer into this yeah but i didn't have the tools when that was happening to actually stop and say i don't think i want to do this anymore like i think i'm done for the evening that wasn't like a an option on the table no because it seemed like an atrocious taboo that i could not commit whoa what a buzzkill you're yeah. ruining the moment yeah blah, 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 blah. or even just the social because they're people that i liked in general not that i wanted to be a boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. situation with them but there was enough care there on my part that i like didn't want to make them feel weird so i made myself feel right. horrible why i don't know why we take know. the fall because we're like well but men and their balls you know he he was enjoying himself so i just kept doing it yeah and then i and then i let him spend the night which is like Ugh. what women were told to do well in the 50s. yeah we got a lot of that messaging so we're i'm so excited scooping it's it out anymore. we're scooping it out yeah we're, te- we're telling everyone yeah Okay, just a quick, like, fast thoughts on these things. Butt sex. Saving it for marriage. <laughs> girl on girl stuff. I want to fall in love with a woman, but I was sexually assaulted by one. Oh, wow. Do you want to talk about that at all? No. Okay. Inside or outside orgasms, what's easier for you? What is an inside or outside? Like a vaginal orgasm versus, like, a clitoral stimulation. Oh, 
Oh my God, this is so personal. Should I say it? Yeah, if you're comfortable, we can edit it out if you're not. Okay. Um, I have never come from getting eaten out. I've mm-hmm. only ever come from penetration. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. But you come from penetration without much difficulty? No problem. That's kind of rare. I know. I come from fucking all the time. That's amazing. It's great. How many orgasms can you have regularly? Like in a... Oh, it's usually just like one. I'm yeah, like, okay. a, I am a guy like a with a vagina and, and also oh my gosh. I'm yeah. not a guy, but... Totally, totally. That's well, yeah, sense. no, I mean, if they're great, I mean, it's great. there's definitely a possibility there. But like on a regular basis, like I, I come almost every time I fuck and I come pretty much every time I fuck. That's amazing. Yeah. When did... Was it like that your first time? No, no, no. no, no, no. I used when to never start? come when I fucked. How I don't know it? how I developed it. <gasps> I started just like, when I stopped putting up with the bullshit from guys, I yeah. started learning how to put them in their place. Like the literal position necessary. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. But also like, you know, sex is about like where your mind is. Do you think that's what's getting you off? I mean, sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I put them in a subordinate place in my mind. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, for sure. It's almost like, oh, it's almost like revenge. Like I'm using them. They can't use me. Yeah. And then I'm like, this is hot. It's like a power thing. I want power over them. Awesome. Yeah. But it's very enjoyable. Do you think you'd be into power play stuff? Like kinky explorations? I don't know because I don't want to have to fill a role. If I'm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what my role would be in that world. Yeah. I don't want to like commit to one and then be like, this is not it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, you know, I'm extroverted and I'm introverted. So totally. like, who am I? Like, I love it when a big, strong guy like throws me against the wall and holds me down and fucks me. Like, yeah. I love that. But also I love like holding guys down and choking them while I ride them. You might be a switch. Yeah. There we go. I'm both. You can be both. Um, How do you feel about watching other people do it? Oh, I'm down to watch other people fuck. It hasn't really come up that many times, but I'd be down to do that. What's the most people you've ever, what am I asking? Have you been in a big group sex situation ever? Like an orgy? No, the biggest group sex situation was three guys and me. Three. Yeah, Did but you? not all at once. Okay. It cool. was like a rotating, like a rotating. <laughs> situation. Amazing. Oh my God, I kind of love that. <laughs> okay. And lastly, if you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of sexual advice, what age would you choose and what would you say? I would go back to right when I met the guy I lost my virginity to, so when I was 13, and say, he's kind of a shithead. Maybe wait until somebody really cares about you. Hmm. Because it was right in front of me, and I kind of just needed somebody to say that to me, but no one did. Yeah. And do you have anything you want to ask me? When did you start exploring kink? About two years ago. Oh, that's recent. Yes. And it's changed my life in the best way. Wow. Yeah. I found my master on the internet. Like an app or a site? A site. Okay. Yeah. Um, FetLife is the like kinky site for, it's like the Facebook for kinksters. And he was the first 
non-creepy dude to message me. And so I had coffee with him. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll try this tomorrow. Yeah. Great. Because I, lo- I love it when people are like straight to the point, no totally. bullshit, like are actually going to do it. And he seemed like a cool dude. Like he explained to me everything he's into. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll like all of that, but I am very curious and I would love to try. So we met up at the Mondrian Hotel the next night. Swanky. <laughs> and he had the room laid out beautifully. Like he had the station with like wine and snacks. He had tasteful porn playing. Oh, that is the one time I liked TV in the bedroom. If it's tasteful porn that's intentional and purposeful as uh-huh. part of like right. a thing. Yeah. I'm super into it. He had the chair set up with straps on it. He had the writing crop crossed with the flogger on the bed. He had Ooh. the bed straps and the handcuffs and the like feather over there. And he had a like little uh, body stocking hanging for me in the closet to try on. Like it was very thoughtful. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like he took care of you. Yeah. And yeah. And so it was the first night when I was with him that we were talking about butt stuff. And I've told this story before, but it's my favorite. And he was just like, do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm nervous. And he's like, well, what are you nervous about? And I was like, what if it gets messy? And he was like, so what if it gets messy? And I said, well, I I would be embarrassed. Yeah. And he said, well, what if you never had to be embarrassed in front of me? Whoa. And I was like, oh, duh. But also brand new idea for me at age 27. Wow. And yeah. then it's like, wow, yeah, wait, how have I been having sex? Yes. Without that embarrassment. Yes. And I've had so much sex, so much mediocre sex because I was worried about being embarrassed. Totally. So so I lucked into that one. Yeah. I don't know that that method for meeting people would work for most people. I think I just got (laughs) real lucky. (laughs) He sounds like a great guy. He's so sweet. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on with us and sharing all of your wild, amazing stories. Oh, my My God. Thanks for having me. Oh, my. Do you want to say your social media? Uh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Should I spell it? Yeah. A-L-I-S-O-N-S-I-E-K-E. It's pronounced Seeky. Awesome. 